This is the official Caps Chirp Podcast, proudly a part of the Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. What's going on, Caps fans? It's me, the Hockey Troll, and we are back in studio, and I'm here, as always, with that snack, Polly Cupcakes. Hello, hello. How's it going? <laughs> it's going good, Polly, man. I'm, I'm, we're back. Took a week off. Uh last week so thanks for tuning in if you guys heard our discussion about concussions <clears throat> and how basically we're both punched the fuck out i guess yeah uh and um you know i i was just talking to you paul i think i kind of missed it i mean i feel good to be back i was uh it was a bit of a void in in our lives because what we did shit it's been through covid through the playoffs we've kept, we've kept it going strong at an epi a week yeah, um, it's it's been very religious for us, uh, so it was nice to, to to get a little break. But it's good to be back for sure. Right? Yeah, absolutely. And I'm uh, I'm just uh, yeah, I'm happy that uh, everything is going good, and and we're back talking hockey, and we actually have some pretty big caps news. Um, just to update you guys, and, and if you haven't heard, but talk about uh, some of our some of our free agent signings and um, the the draft happened. So. So I guess uh, we could probably, you know, crack a couple just to make sure uh, that we're still, you know, able to do this, huh? Absolutely. One, two, three. All right, Caps fans. Justin, well, Paul, you have it here. Justin Williams retired <clears throat> second time in three years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Thanks for nothing, Mr. Game 7. Uh, we're the only franchise he didn't win a cup with, I think. Well, yeah. Well, well yeah, fuck. You might be right. And didn't score in a fucking Game 7. Yeah. I think we even went to overtime in yeah. that Game 7, and he he still couldn't complete you know, his, his legacy. Right. But uh, Barry's a nice assist against us in Carolina after he'd left yeah. in Game 7. Yeah, the following season. Right. Um, so, you know what? I think Justin Williams is quite a fan favorite, but uh, and, and I obviously respect the insane career he's had. Mm-hmm. But as far as Capitals' legacy, nah. Nah, he's, he's not even a, a footnote. <laughs> right. No, right. I, I... There were... You know, Carolina and L.A. fans and accounts tweeting. And I wanted to to say thanks for nothing in the tweet. But, the, you know, he, he deserves some respect. On his respect. retirement post? <laughs> yeah. Wow. No, he deserves some respect. So that's why yeah. I didn't. Right. I mean, that's even, for for me, that's a little far. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it's it's Justin Williams. He's a real good dude. Like, yeah. Right? All-around good guy. Um, insane competitor incredible career. Do you think that a guy like that makes it to the hall of fame purely based on cups and quote unquote leadership? Uh, if he makes it to the hall of fame, it's because of his cups, because I don't think he necessarily stands out statistics wise. I think he's very much a B level player skill wise, and he makes up for it in tenacity and cup success. So I think if he gets in, it's because of his cups. Moreover, if he didn't have these cups, he wouldn't go to the Hall of Fame. 
Yeah, he wouldn't even be in the art in the discussion. Yeah. Um, I mean, he was he. You think B level is that's a little harsh? I think B level now and and well, I think he had a good. I would say three years. Justin Williams had a good three years, not with the Caps, obviously, but where he was, I would say a top tier talent on that team in L.A. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm not. I just mean overall talent. He's not. L.A. was never an offensive powerhouse, right? I mean, when Anze Kopitar is like your most gifted, and Dustin Brown yeah. <laughs> are your two most gifted like scorers, you're obviously not up there swinging with the Ovechkins. But yeah, I mean, I didn't mean B as an insult. I just mean he's not McDavid, Crosby, Ovechkin, Backstrom. He's not. I see what you're saying. That level, right? Right. Superstar. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, um, happy trails, Justin Williams. You're old now. Just give it a fucking rest, bud. Is he going to be Rod the Bud's assistant now? Ooh. Who knows? Who knows if if that um, translates? Because he's technically going to retire as a hurricane. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's a good question. Time will tell. Uh, On to the NHL draft, man. I mean... Well, the 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 first was obviously uh, Lafreniere, right? Yeah. To the Rangers, Rangers are keeping him, and they. I just saw he just maxed out his entry level deal. So I think that's I think the most you can. I don't know what it, what exactly that max is, but uh, it's it's the the most he can make. So expect to see him in the NHL. Yeah. No con- don't no conditioning stint in the AHL. Uh, you know, do not pass go. Do not coll- do not pass go. Collect millions of dollars yeah. in the NHL instantly. <clears throat> um, other than that, uh, Byfield. I think he went second, right? Mm-hmm. That dude's sick. Um, <clears throat> and, Was the, that and the LA, the good- huh? Was that LA? I think so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. he um, actually was the highest ever drafted African American player. Yeah, yep. So, some history was set there. Yeah, very cool. Um, And that dude looks like a fucking stud. I'm yeah. going to be honest. I mean, so him on Team Canada, he had, like, I think last year, a between-the-legs goal fed by the Caps pick, Hendricks um, Lapierre. Lapierre, right? Yeah. Yeah, so Hendricks Lapierre fed Byfield in front of the net, and Byfield just, like, takes it between his legs and, like, roofs it. In international play, like holy no. fuck, this dude's huge too. I mean, he's a string bean, but you know they'll put that on him. Yeah, <clears throat> they'll put the weight on him, and and then on top of that, he's probably got to you know hit his twenties. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so good stuff there. Uh, big moves though in free agency after the draft. So the draft happened, everybody was like really excited. Not I was not very excited. Uh and we'll talk more about did we talk draft last last week? No. Or we, last time? We uh recorded before the draft. Mm. So we'll give you a little bit of a rundown on the draft stuff in the Washington wraparound, but in other news around, around the league, um after the draft happened Teams kind of settled in, and then they knew what the hell was going to go on for their future. They are now started working on the immediate present, and I mean, take us through, Polly, some of these things that, <clears throat> that happened. Well, so uh, Taylor Hall decided to sign a one-year deal in Buffalo. Uh, it's got to be all for the money. 
Eight million, I think. Is, yeah, eight, yeah. eight and a half, something like that. What is, I mean, Buffalo's not exactly in cap heaven here. No, I mean, they've got some, some big names there now. Yeah. Um, I I mean, they might make the playoffs, maybe, with a couple new guys, but I, I don't know if this was accurate, but someone was saying on, I think it was Instagram, that yeah. he passed up an offer from Colorado because he wanted the money. Which I, I th- really, and if, if that's true, I don't know if it's true. What an idiot! Yeah, I, I he would fit in great with any of them. <laughs> yeah, with with that, but who knows? I can you blame him? How old is Hall? Hall's coming up on thirty. Yeah, I'd say yeah, he's late twenties. You know, and it's like fuck. One year here, suck a dick in Buffalo, basically. Like, yeah. spend a spend a uh, all this time a season in Buffalo, maybe stand out, and next year something else. You know, maybe he's betting on himself here yeah. a bit, set himself up for a nice, you know, five he, five years somewhere else. Right. I mean, do you think Buffalo is delusional enough to think that it's their year that next year? No, I think Taylor Hall is, one, they're telling Jack Eichel, look, we're helping you, because Jack Eichel runs his mouth to the press. Right. And two, I mean, Taylor Hall is a ticket seller. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. Um, Definitely a bit of a head-scratcher there. Probably the biggest one in free agency. Um, Petrangelo to Vegas. Now, who's it? Um, Who's the, who's Armstrong? And in St. Louis, wouldn't give him like a no movement clause. They they did tender an offer to keep him, but he wanted a long, long term, which he got seven years with Vegas at like eight point eight. I think it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and really, when you're looking for that contract, there's really only like a handful of teams that can even pull that out of their ass right now right. with a flat cap. So. <clears throat> I think he landed in the best possible scenario. Vegas. I don't know about the tax havens in Vegas, but I'm assuming they're pretty lax. And then Vegas <laughs> being in Vegas. Yeah. Being on a competitive team. Yeah. And, you know, it, it's that's the big I, I feel like if if the Vegas locker room can just continue this whole dynamic of like them being the misfit NHLers, you know, like the the island of of misfit the desert of misfit toys slash yeah. NHLers, right? Uh, they could really just come out and play with that to that identity with a little chip on their shoulder. Um, because I still, I still don't think Vegas really has a strong identity as a team yet. You know, like obviously they're a speed skill team, but they're not, and then they can bang. But I don't know. I, don't, I, th- I feel like you got to put at least five years together doing the same thing to be an identity in the NHL. Um, yeah, and they've kind of got a revolving door with the roster anyway. Right. I mean, like they just they seem to make a lot more noticeable moves than other teams, which well, makes they, sense because yeah. they don't have veterans established there. Right, and they have the flexibility because of all those fucking draft picks that they they stocked up during yeah. the exp- I mean, you know, get me on that fucking rant about yeah, how everything was handed to them and whatever whatever, but <clears throat> you know, with all these knee-jerk reactions that happened during the expansion draft, they have gotten a embarrassment of riches, I would say, 
in flexibility, not only with the cap, but also with who they can choose and who they can, how they can bargain in deals, you know, back channel deals. Yeah. I mean, they, they gave the freshmen as much power as the seniors here. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, Tory Krug to St. Louis, man. So that's their replacement, and it's he's no Petrangelo, but he's a younger, sturdy top four defenseman. Yeah, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I they're they're not really losing much in that translation there. It it wouldn't seem, and especially with cap management, so it sucks. I'm sure as a, a St. Louis fan to have to deal with that the loss of their captain, right? Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, as far as business sense goes, Doug Armstrong, or Armstrong might, might have a, have a bit of a fucking know-how here. Maybe he knows what he's doing. Yeah. I'd say so. So, I, I think that's a, I mean, whatever, Toy Krug, St. Louis. Marlowe, back with San Jose. So he went from San Jose to Pitts, to Toronto, then to Pittsburgh, then back to San Jose. Well, he went to Toronto, back to San Jose, and then they traded him to Pittsburgh. His uh, contract ended, and he went back to San Jose. I mean, this dude is just going to be forever tethered to that team, to that San Jose team. Yeah, you might as well just fucking play for him, bud. Yeah, and I, you know, speaking of San Jose, uh, I think it's weird they didn't want Thornton back, but he signed a one-year deal in Toronto. Right. He was going to play in Sweden, or Switzerland, for free. Uh, I think he did, to go train, right now. So he might he might still play. Maybe they're going to, I don't know if they'll let him play now that he's signed a deal or not, but he has a Swedish, uh, a Swiss passport, so he <clears throat> wouldn't have counted as, um, what are they, like, I mean, a North American. Right, so he would have counted, citizen. yeah, he, he counted in their European count. So it didn't hurt the team having him, and he was playing for free. Uh, okay. But and this is oh, this was lap. Was he playing last year too? Like during the playoffs? No, I think just Wait. like these past couple weeks, it became uh, a thing. Okay, right, right. I, and I saw a little bit of that, but I didn't really know what what that meant. I th- I figured it was a training stint. But how does he have a Swiss passport? Well, I mean, he's a Canadian, so they probably like them better than us. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, but... he probably at one point was like, I don't know, I want an EU passport, and Switzerland's pretty legit. I Could probably just apply for it. Polly, are you fucking high? What do you mean you can ju- you can't just apply for citizenship of another country without like going through many strenuous, expensive hoops? Well, he's got money. Yeah, but still, like some of them just straight. up I mean, I didn't. Can I go get a Swiss? The reason I'm asking is because you know what? Like, there's zero banking regulations in Switzerland. Yeah. You can go, like, murder people for money and put all your money there, and nobody can touch it. It's a haven. Mm-hmm. Do I need to get a Swiss? Well, <laughs> I need money first, but then once I have money, can I get a Swiss citizenship and a passport and open a bank account there? That's what I'm wondering. You have to ask Joe. I'll call him. I'll call him. So what what I just learned there is if you become a serial killer, your name is going to be the Swiss Army Knife. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Polly. 
that that was fucking bad. That was bad. Okay, moving on. Um, clandestine activities aside, Wayne Simmons to Toronto. Uh, I I saw this dude getting dragged on fucking Twitter because <laughs> he came out with an article that said that. The leadership in Toronto is trash. That's why they're bringing in all these veterans like Jumbo Joe uh, and Wayne Simmons and who I forget there was another one. What do you, what's your take on that? I mean, obviously, <clears throat> Toronto's a shit show. All the talent in the world, zero, zero ability, right? Well, they don't have a whole lot of veteran presence, so that's probably why they're bringing these guys in. John Tavares? Well, aside from him. Everybody else is like 27 and younger. Still, John John Tavares was a captain, and then it, it okay. So everybody was like shitting on this guy, but then you kind of have to think like, is that true? I wonder if that's true because John Tavares didn't do shit with the Islanders. Maybe he's not that that leadership type, you know. And I'm not saying that that's an indictment against John Tavares as like being a bad fucking person or whatever. Sometimes, and Polly, we've been on teams where the best fucking player is not the best leader. Yeah. I've been on most, in fact, most teams I've been on, the best player was the worst leader. Yeah. I mean, a lot of times with the talent comes a terrible attitude. Mm hmm. So, I mean, I've always said that uh, just because you score the most goals doesn't mean you should get the C. Right. But that seems to be the trend in hockey. Yeah, and that's the trend. I think the best player gets the C in all sports, right? Yeah. So, and and maybe they've just unfairly pigeonholed Tavares into this. Who knows? Dude's good. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, he is. I mean, maybe they just think they need more veterans. I guess. I guess. <laughs> Whatever. Uh, Toronto's a black hole. It's it's just it, talent just gets sucked into a void there, right? Yeah. Let's talk about some Americans. There we go. Shattenkirk, Mr. Bounce Around. He uh, finally gets his cup. He's going to Anaheim. And then Bobby Sunny Ryan. California. Yeah. So, sunny Tampa Bay to sunny California. Not bad. Yeah. And then Bobby Ryan signed with Detroit. The boys in Detroit uh, have to love that. Bobby Ryan was coming out, and I don't think they paid him a lot. A couple million? Yeah, it wasn't much. I, I think that's a good. I mean, because he just got bought out by the Sins, hmm. um, he comes at a discount. He's gonna be a great third line guy or second line guy. He can move up and down the lineup. A lot of flexibility there. Still a very um, all the advanced analytics point him out as a contributor still. So, who knows, man? Good for them. Um, I, 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 it's it's going to be interesting to see. I, I thought that free agency this year was a bit of a shit show because there was such limited time that people were just getting deals done. The only real head scratcher, though, I have is Taylor Hall to Buffalo. Yeah, I agree. Everything else makes perfect sense. Right. I mean, it maybe not perfect sense, well, but just enough sense to that I'm not like, what the fuck? It's rational. Right. right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's rational. Yeah. Um, finally, Nate Schmidt. Traded to Vancouver because okay, so here and here's something about Vegas. Like, yeah, they had the bargaining chips, but they didn't have the space. 
especially when you're going to sign a guy for almost $9 million for the next seven fucking years. They had to move, they had to offload somebody and poor Nate Schmidt, um, who is making good money. I think he's at like 6 million. Uh, he got shipped off to Vancouver. Um, more on that later. Yeah. Matt Murray dealt to Ottawa. Poor Matt Murray, man. Gets stuck in a shit organization like with the Penguins. Goes out, gets dealt to Ottawa. I, what, they got like a third round pick in return? Yeah, it wasn't, uh, it wasn't a big deal. Right. And now the, the fucking Penguins have Casey DeSmith as a backup and Tristan Jari. Tristan Jari is green, and I, you know, if he gets injured, then they're just relying on Casey Smith. Yeah. I feel like that'd be like if, um, if the Caps would have dealt Holpe with time still on his deal and been like, eh, we got Sammy. Yeah, right. It's like, he's not proven enough. Like, at this point, you know, Holpe, you know, things happened with Holpe. But yeah, like and if they would have, right? if they would have dealt him with a year or two on his contract for Samsonov, that would have been silly. Mm-hmm. And I think it it sucks for Matt Murray. I feel but, bad. I don't think Matt Murray's very good, though. To be completely uh, I honest, I mean he's he's above average, but he's nowhere near elite. Uh, yeah, and I mean some of the analytics even point him to being some one of the worst in the league. Really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Him and Flurry are kind of like hand in hand. Jay Fresh, that's some Jay Fresh numbers though. So, you know, and he's a, he's he's a Penguins fan. So, um, <clears throat> I uh, yeah, whatever. Matt Murray sucks. <laughs> uh, while we're talking about the Penguins again, I'm going to make the prediction that the Penguins are not going to make the playoffs next year. They didn't. They didn't this year. All right, God damn it. They wouldn't have. They 120 percent would not have made the playoffs if the season ended normally. So, sans COVID. I'm 100% comfortable with saying the Penguins would have played themselves out of playoff spot, and in fact, the New York Rangers would have taken their place. I don't see a flaw with that theory. Um, They've got, yeah, because with, with Philly, the Caps, <clears throat> and the Rangers on the heels, especially, and then at that point, Carolina was in the chase. I mean, and and literally the season ended with, the Penguins going on like a four game losing streak. So yeah, they, um, they're, uh, they, they, I, they don't, I don't think they got any better this, this season, this off season. Um, they tried and they failed. They shipped off Jack Johnson and they brought in Cody CC. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, that was another trade, uh, that just kind of happened. So we're a little late on that, but yeah, Cody CC, to the Penguins, uh, there's a UFA signing. Jack Johnson did get bought out, um, so they did something kind of good. I'm trying to think who else. There's a couple other big, big ones. Um, I don't know. I the Penguins suck. Fuck them. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Th- I really think they've gotten worse, but who, who knows? Um, Burkowski resigned in Colorado. Um, two years. Average annual value of four point nine. Little guy got paid. Yeah, you know, good for him. Uh, 
he finally is playing up to what the Capitals thought he had. Yep, and you know what that this contract is, though, right? This is a carrot on the stick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Two years. This term and that money. So this is not good money. That for This is not top-tier money for a forward in the NHL. I'll, I'll give him that, right? Yeah. He had room to probably make another two to three million a year in normal circumstances, okay? Two years is also the avalanche saying, we're not fully sold on you. You had one, we had one good year, bud. Yeah. You know, one or two good years, that's it. So prove that you can continue to build on this good season for the next two years. And then a payday is going to come for you. If not from us, it's going to come from somewhere around the league. Because honestly, like if Burakovsky is comfortable with betting on himself right now, I think he's primed to make a good chunk of change for a very long term in his next contract. So I, I look at this contract and I think this is both beneficial for the player and the team because it gives Burkowski, who's already set up for success in Colorado, to capitalize on that, continue to perform, and then next payday, hopefully two years down the road, the league's recovered a little bit of money, the cap's going up, the TV deal's kicked in, GM's got money to throw around. He might be getting seven million for five to eight years. You know? Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense there. And uh, Joe Sackick has been a ruthless general manager. He is getting people. He's it's like he's getting people's best years and then getting rid of them. Yeah. And meanwhile, he's just like slowly shoring up that core. Right. Uh, so, you know, maybe he thinks this is all we can afford for this guy and we're not going to pay for him in two years anyway, so let's get what we can. Well, that's the point of this contract is he has that flexibility. So even if he's – let's say he has like a fucking incredible year, scores 50 goals next year, and he's only got one year left for $5 million, If he If his team – let's say the Avalanche go out in the second round next year. He has a bar now. I don't know if he'd want to get rid of him, but if push came to shove, he has a very valuable bargaining chip in a 50 goal scorer who's scoring, you know, who's, who's getting paid 5 million next year. Yeah. Right. I'm pretty sure if you were to go to any GM and say, Hey, if I could give you a 50 goal scorer next year for, for $5 million, you know, it's 10 goals, a 10, 10 goals, a, um, a million. Would you do it? Yeah. Absolutely they would, right? So, uh, it, 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 like I said, it's this is a good deal for both Berkey and and the uh, the Avs here. So, salary arbitration hearings will be had October 20th through November 8th, man. Talk about a shitstorm of a, of a free agency. We just really – there's way more moves out there, Cavs fans. If you're willing to look, go take a, take a look and check them out. Um, but honestly, we don't have enough time to be covering it all. It was, it was in and out, um, like a flash. Yeah. NHL.com had an article that's got all the off season moves tracked. So wow. yeah, right. They usually do. Yeah. So going back to arbitration though, that's when a player who has a, um, so this is generally RFAs. 
right? So restricted free agents can go into arbitration. If they don't think that the qualifying offer from their team, their current team is good enough, they can go into arbitration. The arbitrator can either rule whether they're worth, quote unquote, worth more or less in hearings. And I'm interested to see what arbitration, if anybody goes into arbitration and what that um, entails. I'm pretty sure Marcus Johansson went into arbitration before for the Caps. Um, I even think Holby did when he was an RFA. I want to say, don't quote me on that. But basically, it's it's so that because when you're a restricted free agent, the team holds your rights for the entirety of that contract. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you're coming out of it, they still have the rights to you before you have to go on like a waiver wire and then your value basically resets. Then you're just being thrown all sorts. It's like posting something to sell on Facebook, (laughs) Facebook marketplace, right? So people are just throwing bullshit at you here. You get to actually, after your, your RFA contract or your entry level contract is, is up. You, you get to see what your true value is as determined by a neutral party arbitrator and sometimes it works. So generally what happens is if the player is asking for 7 million and the team's offering five, the arbitrator's like, you guys will settle at six. And if, yeah. <laughs> and if, if, if they don't, if the team still doesn't want to pay him at six, then he goes onto the waiver wire and anyone can sign him as a, re- a unrestricted free agent. So it, it's, it's quite a gamble. Generally what you see is, the arbitrator say a ter- say a price and the team go okay, that's what we'll pay you then, yeah. right? So we'll we'll see about we'll see. I'm just interested to see with this with the cap being flat like this, what it's going to be like, what what they're going to say, what what kind of value they're assessing players, and if they're going to take into account the the salary cap, they have to. I feel like right. Yeah, I mean that's <clears throat> it. It's not just what that player's worth; they have to think about what the team can afford. You know, it's not just that they're being cheap asses. They may not have the ability to pay what they're asking for. Right, right. But, I mean, the arbitrator shouldn't give a fuck about that, right? Because they're neutral. True. So the big thing is, is that, but they they do realize, like, okay, they basically, they take, like, a. am sure the arbitrator has, like, some weird formula. Mm-hmm. It's like, you scored this many goals, you played this many minutes, you... Took this many, like, takes all the hard stats and plugs it into this machine, and it's like, boop, 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 and it fucking spits out, you're worth this. Polly, if we did that in Beer League, we'd be worth, what, a bag of pucks? Six beers? I think, uh, I I wasn't even gonna go the full six pack. (laughs) I think I'm I'm worth, uh, two beers and a shot of Jamie. All right. Well, folks, it's that time. We're going to tell you about our sponsor, manscaped.com. Use code THPN and get 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. Again, that is code THPN. Get 20% off plus free shipping. Lawnmower 3.0. I use it. Polly uses it. Uh, you know, it's a groin. It's a, it's a groomer. Design for your delicate parts. And um, we don't use the same one, but we hmm. use two different ones that the company has sent us. I like them. They're waterproof. 
there there's a light on them, you know, because if your shower is kind of like a dungeon like mine, you know, you're kind of just in there blindly feeling around. It's a bad place to be blind. Yeah. So this thing, you turn it on, it's it's like, you know, I'm surprised bats and bugs aren't just like attracted to it, honestly. <laughs> but um, anyways, folks, manscaped.com, use code THPN, get 20% off plus free shipping. Use that code at manscaped.com, code THPN, get 20% off plus free shipping. And thank us later. Also, we'd like to tell you about our internal promo, which is the Blue Notes podcast. Hosted by Tom Franklin and Wags. Both quality dudes. Super psyched that they won a cup, not this last year, but the year before. Um, first time in, in franchise history. So we've been there, Caps fans. We've We've all been there. Tom Franklin is actually a true journalist. He actually works for a radio station in St. Louis. I'm not sure. What's that? He's verified. Yeah, he is verified on Twitter, so that means that he's like a, a actual someone you should listen to. Yeah. <laughs> for actual facts and things. I don't know if that's what you want here. Uh, hopefully not, because we generally fuck those up. But we have tons of opinions. Um, so does Tom Franklin. Great uh, podcast. Actually, he won the the best podcast as voted by the uh, Hockey Podcast Network hosts. So, peer, peer chosen. The Ted Lindsay. Yes. The t- Ted Lindsay of, of the Hockey Podcast Network. He won it. Tom was on, I think it was episode 53 with us. Yeah. So, uh, if you, if you want to listen in and if you like their show and you want to hear him talking some, some caps with us, episode 53. Yep. Hockeyocalypse St. Louis. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tom's a good dude. Love the guy. He, uh, he, he came on and talked to us about Hockeyocalypse and in St. Louis, the city and, and how, you know, cause he's, he's from there, live there. Um, good dude. The podcast is great. Check them out. The Blue Notes podcast on thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. The only blues podcast on the network, which that's what we do. We have one podcast per team and the Blue Notes is that one. I loved it. It's it's a, it's a quality every day. Um, Super connected guy, actually into sports media, knows things unlike us. So please check them out. <laughs> that being said, Paul, you want to talk about the caps? Let's do it. All right, caps fans, this week in the Washington wraparound, we have a ton, a ton of news to talk to you about and moves that. The Capitals have made. Polly, I have been very underwhelmed on all of this free agency. I just, like, we have our core, and maybe it's a luxury. Maybe I'm just spoiled. But nothing really perks me up. There were a couple UFA uh, deals that did perk me up this year. 
And that usually happens. But I'm not like always like other teams, they look forward to it. How is their team going to get better? Hopefully their team doesn't get worse. You know, how are these things going to happen? What was your take on free agency this year? Uh, I was pretty similar to you. Um, it just didn't seem like, I, I guess I was interested to see how we would fill the goalie hole. Right. But that also came with a considerable amount of sadness for me. Yeah. Because Braden Holtby, you know, up there, you know, probably 1A, 1B with Ole Kolzig is the best goaltender. And honestly, you know, no offense to a friend of the podcast, Ole Kolzig, but he even said it himself that Holtby is probably going to go down as the best goaltender in franchise history. You know, the, the Washington Capitals have been lucky to have really good goaltending and, and either that's through farming or whatever. We've had it, right? We've had Ole Kolzig. We've had Jim Carrey, uh, you know, Brayden Holpe, even Newverth and uh, Theodore were, weren't bad, right? They're solid goaltenders, right? And But, you know, so to, I think that the goaltending of the Washington Capitals is heavily underrated throughout the years. But Holpe is kind of the pinnacle, yeah. you know, him and Ole. For sure. And, you know, like you said, we're spoiled with – with OV and Backstrom, that core, I just don't, we don't get excited for free agency the same way because yeah. we've got a solid core. Right. And same with the draft. Like, I, though I will say, I'm going to eat my words here in a second because I was excited to see who we picked up in the draft, though he comes with quite a big, big asterisk. So I guess we'll start there. You know, generally in the draft, we pick pretty l- late in the first round. So we're kind of just hoping and grasping that some of the, one of these guys is going to eventually play in the NHL. That's that's a win. If any of our draft picks just play in the NHL for an extended period of time, we've won. That's a good, it's a, a quality uh, quality take, right? Quality pick. But with with how late we we pick, it's, there are no big names. You know, you'll see them in three or four years, basically. Right. Um, this guy though, Hendrik Slapierre. We could see him pretty early, maybe next year, maybe the year after. Um, he was supposed to be a top five, top ten talent, but he dropped to 22nd, and the Caps traded their 24th and 80th, so the first and second round pick, to Calgary for this kid. Now, when you look at that and think, okay, well, we went up two spots and got rid of an 80, 80th overall, which that dude will probably never play in the NHL. And I'm not going to even record this or record that number to check in 10 years when he's probably like a cup winner, leading scorer <laughs> or something. <Yeah>. Right. <laughs> but, um, you know, I think this is a, this is a good pickup to get this guy. The reason he dropped was because he had some pretty serious injuries mm-hmm. last year, four concussions in the span of like three months. And they found that it was like a, a vertebrae issue. Yeah, it's tough. So he went, rehabbed it, got operations done, trained hard as hell all through all through the fall, and then came winter. COVID happened, so he couldn't play. Uh, this is a guy who's, you know, played with Byfield, played with Lafreniere on uh, Team Canada. He drives play. He's a center, I believe, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. And I think he's a solid two-way. So, yeah, he's a center. 
Um, you know, solid two way. Read player. your own notes, man. Yeah, Come I need on. to read my. Sorry, I need to read my own notes. <laughs> I forgot that I uh, even put these in here. Must have been drunk. All right, so top ten talent supposed to be um, the draft's best two way player. Uh, Three concussions that were diagnosed by a specialist as craniocervical traumatic injury. Um, God, that sounds terrible. I know, I know. Uh, especially as like an 18-year-old kid. Uh, has gone through and gotten his vertebrae, vertebrae problems fixed. I'm no brain surgeon, so I don't know what the hell that means. But he was supposed to be 100% coming in to, for this last season that got canceled. So I hope he's got a chip on his shoulder and outworks every motherfucker on that team, right? He's and primed he, for it. Yeah. And to hear that he's a two-way, two-way guy is perfect. Um, Scouting report has him as a playmaker with smooth, powerful, powerful stride, um, but his strongest attributes are his hands and his vision. Uh, so we're kind of looking at like Nicky Jr. here. Yeah, that's, that's good. Or even a Kuznetsov, uh, type player, hopefully. Both, both of those are very good to hear. Right. Um, on the offensive end, probably more of a Nicky on, on the two-way game. So, future's bright if this guy can, you know, I'm sure they're going to put him in the, in the minor leagues just to make sure he can take a hit. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's a gamble, but I like it. I like it's high risk. You know what? It's getting my blood going because like I said, it's been super fucking dull. I don't get excited for drafts for the caps anymore because we've been, you know, a top 10 team for so long for a decade plus 15 years really. And it's kind of like, well, this guy may be nothing, probably will be nothing because we're picking 20 plus in the draft. Yeah. But this is the kind of pick that gets your juices flowing. Right, right. So I'm, I'm, I like it because it's a gamble. You might as well just excite me if you're not going to give me like awesome victories. Uh, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> he's not a physical guy. This this kid, not a physical banger. Um, not a huge kid either. So I think he's like six foot. You know, one eighty maybe. You know, kind of the typical typical weight for these children. But. Uh, Future's bright, I want to say. A lot of potential. Yeah. A lot of potential there. Uh, I mean, with the draft, we went forward heavy in, uh, isn't that what you've been saying? We need to restock. Yep. Yep. Um, So, in addition to uh, LaPierre, we went with Bogdan Trinyenev. He's a right wing at 117. 148, a center, Bear Hughes. That's a that's a good name. I like that. Especially because he'll probably be in the AHL playing for the Bears. <laughs> right. Uh, we took a goalie, 179, Garen Bjorklund. Okay. Uh, and then 211, we had a left wing, Oscar Magnuso. Wow. So, very uh, European sounding yep. draft. Interesting that we, had, at the bottom there for sure, interesting that we uh, went with... Bjorkland because uh, a goalie. So maybe the scouting report's high on this kid. Goalies, on the other hand, I feel like if you can get them late in the draft, that's a good thing. Yeah, and but he's he'll probably start in South Carolina. I oh mean, yeah, I'm I'm sure 
Hershey's got plenty of goalies and he'll have to work his way up. Right, because he would have to overtake Vitek Vanacek at this point, who was our last draft goalie, and he's been developing decently well. Who knows? I haven't seen him much. Maybe we need to get uh, old Rich Blosser on here. I'm sure he'd love to talk about him. The Hershey Hershey has a new podcast. It's called the... uh, Baron Grit and Barrett. What the fuck? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Uh, now I gotta look it up. Because you yeah. forgot the name. <laughs> Grit and Barrett. Yeah. Grit and Barrett podcast. Very, very good play on words there. I love it. Um, yeah. Listen to the first couple episodes. Uh, sounds good. This guy's been hitting us up on Twitter. We're gonna have to collab with him soon. Uh, especially now that the season's out. Because, you know, I told him, he, he asked to to hit us up. Um, he asked to hit, a, like, to get with us during the season. And I was like, man, we got a lot of content to get through. So let's do that. And then, you know, we also were in, like, this weird limbo with COVID and everything. So getting uh, getting interviews for you listeners is, is definitely top priority moving forward. He's um, a he's a big, big fan of the THPN. He... Yeah. Interacts with us, interacts with our little sister pod, the tip of the iceberg. Yeah. He is a Penguins fan because he lives in Pennsylvania, I think. So he's in that, he's in the Hershey area. Yeah. That's got to be weird for Hershey fans. Yeah. A little conflicted. Yeah. Um, Geographically and affiliation wise. Right. But if they were smart, they would be, uh, you know, Caps fans. But obviously, they're probably Pennsylvanians and. Those type of people are, you know, <laughs> you know, you know what they're like. Didn't you go to Anyways. college in Pennsylvania? Yeah, I have a degree from Penn State. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's how I know. That's how I know. <laughs> um, okay. And it's not, well, let me, let me, I, that was kind of humble brag there. No, it's, it's a two year degree from a Penn State satellite school. So let's <laughs> not, not the real Penn Let's State. not get carried away, folks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Kempney is fucked up, man. Is this guy going to end his fucking career? That's brutal, man. Achilles? Okay, Achilles tendon. The worst hockey injury that any hockey player, any position can have ever. Yeah. It it was a repair, so I'm guessing that it was at some point, it was somewhat torn, not completely severed. Yeah, and you know, Carlson came back. But that was a slice, so that might have been a like a cleaner cut than a tear. Um, Does that matter? Probably for healing. Eh, okay. I don't know, Doctor Polly. It's a complete here. guess, no fucking clue. Um, but yeah, dude, the the Achilles that's tough. Uh, when I hear of people hurting their Achilles, I just think of in uh, hostel. Hostel. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, if you can walk to the door, I'll let you go. Oh my. That fucking movie. I don't know why you brought that up. That's fucked up. But yes, that's what I think of too. And <laughs> Caps are going to put Kempney on long-term injury reserve, frees up $2.5 million in cap space, and we're still spending exactly to the brim of that cap. Uh, they re-signed Dylan. Caps did. Four years, three point nine a year. Uh, don't hate it. He took a $900,000 raise. I wouldn't say that's kind of a team. I mean, it's somewhat team friendly. 
Yeah. We did give him term, though. So we're going to have him. He's 29. We're going to have him through his prime. Let's hope he gets better yeah. through, through the, or at least becomes, is still a top four defenseman through at the, least that whole time. doesn't drop. Right. Um, I'd say that's not a bad price for a top four guy. He's kind of a uh, somewhat mobile, big body, tough guy, right? Gotta love him. Um, he can also become a, at that price, like I said, because we're signing these contracts pre-TV deal during flat cap years, and I'm high on the league anyways, I'm thinking that we're going to, the, the league's going to start making more and more and more money throughout the years. Uh, I think that this is a good bargaining chip. So if his contract becomes a little too heady and he doesn't have a crazy drop off in talent, if we need to move him, that'd be no, that'd be no big deal. Four yeah. million dollars for a top four defenseman. Yeah, someone will take him. Exactly, exactly. So, you know the, this, but Dylan's been high on the Capitals for since he got here. He's and whether it's true or not, and I don't know how the how much these guys talk shit to the media. He, you know, he was like, "I I love it here. Everybody's been super inviting. I really feel a part of the team. I really feel like I'm contributing." And we took him out of the, the shithole that is San Jose. I'm sure he's feeling high on us. So I hope that he that translates into more Evgeny Malkin punches to the face. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, <clears throat> moving on to a bit of a depressing news. And, and we didn't cover this. This was in the rumor mill last episode that we were live. So two weeks ago, this was in the rumor mill. But out of... One, forgetfulness, and two, just subliminal, uh, you know, omitting of information because our brains didn't want to didn't want to talk about it. Is Henrik Lundqvist is now a Washington Capital, which seals the fate of Holt, which sealed at the time that this transaction happened, the fate of Holpe being shipped off to Vancouver. And first, I would just you know, obviously we we. We stroked Holpe earlier this this episode. Stroke him off again. Incredible goalie. He got signed in Vancouver for under five million a year. For what two years? I think two or three years. So, do you know, Paul? You sitting over there? No, just getting mad thinking about it. <laughs> right, right. So he he didn't. He actually took a pay cut because I think we had him on at five. So he took a somewhat, somewhat pay cut to go to Vancouver for a couple years. And then we signed Henrik Lundqvist for one year, hoping that he's going to bridge the gap to Samsonov. Now, Caps fans, and I know as much as it, as much as it sucks, this was the plan all along, right? Polly, yeah. did you find any of those numbers? Well, yeah, his, his, uh, He's like 4.3 a year. Jesus. For two years? Yeah. God damn, dude. I think I think that he could go to Vancouver and have a lights out season and people are just going to be like, Borough, Holby for Vesna. And then we're going to sit over here in Washington like, fuck. Yeah, we're going to put put the fucking keys to the castle in some rookie's hand, basically. Yeah. So, and look, Samsonov looks good. He's very promising. Top tier talent in the KHL should be a top tier talent here. Um, it just sucks to see a legend go. Yeah, you know? 
Holpe, only goalie that's ever won a cup with the with the uh, Washington Capitals as a starter. It's just uh, it's tough, you know. Grubauer he won the cup too, but he's been gone, so it's just crazy to see and and how that interaction went. You could say Holpe has been on the downswing the past few years. Maybe a change of scenery will be best for him. Uh, I want to be positive here and not just like cry about it, but um, man. That's just a tough band-aid to rip off, you know? Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, if you're looking for another team to cheer for, you can uh, have a backup team in Vancouver. Schmidt, Beagle, Holpe. It's like... Uh, the boys our, are back. Yeah, it's our juniors team over there. <laughs> right, right. Um, and honestly, I mean, Van- as much as you don't want to say it, Vancouver's on the upswing, and you could consider the Capitals in decline right now. Yeah, I mean, maybe uh, Hopi just wanted to get off a sinking ship. Could be, could be. Um, I hate to, I hate to think of him that way, but could be. Um, Henrik Lundqvist, one point five million dollars a year, one year. Uh, Eastern Conference champ one year lost to the Kings when they were on their insane tear. Yeah. Sixth in NHL history in wins, and he's 38 years old. Dude's old. Um, he has not been. He's not been terrible. Uh, I actually saw some numbers around him being pretty comparable to Holpe in the games that he did play. Yeah, I don't hate this uh, losing Holpe. This is this is a good replacement. Right. So, in all honesty, we're set up well. We're bringing in a veteran to coach up Samsonov, who is going to be the starter. Well, Brian McClellan has said he's not going to be the starter. It's not set in stone, but come on. Samsonov's probably going to start, barring any fucked up injury from his stupid ATV accident. Yeah. Um, or him just coming to camp. 300 pounds overweight, right? Mm-hmm. So Samsonov's got some got some issues to work out. If he can come back 100% healthy and like he was last year, he should have the starting position. Absolutely. And it, Hendricks should be the backup. And knowing that Lundqvist is the backup, that, that's pretty good. Sure, no doubt. Um, I do expect Lundqvist to play quite a few games, probably into the 30 game mark. For sure. Yeah, I think no matter who the starter is, it's going to be more like a one-two punch. Right. Absolutely. I agree. So, that's our goaltending situation, Washington Capitals fans. We now have Hendrik Lundqvist on, in a red sweater. Fucking weird. Yeah. Really 2020, weird. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Justin Schultz. Now, this one has drawn a lot of ire from a lot of different people, and rightfully so. Um, statistically, Justin Schultz was not a good defenseman, but, and well, not only was he not good, he was going to tank in value at 2 million a year ish. Um, but we signed him for two years for 4 million a year. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I don't know why. I don't know. I don't understand why. And, and here is, here is kind of, this is a good jumping off point to what the fuck is going on with our farm? If these kids cannot come up that we've drafted and play D we need to deal them for someone who can. Right. I mean, yeah, it would screw Hershey over, but honestly, that's not a big deal because we can just continue to 
to bring up guys, right? Yeah, like that's how this works. This is how this works. Yeah. Um. So, Schultz for two years, four million per year. You know, two-time Cup champion with some shit team. By luck, paid the refs. Uh, twelve points in forty-six games last season. That's trash. Uh, missed twenty-four games, a lower body injury, and played in the World Championships with Dylan. So yeah, they're excited. I guess there's a possibility they'll play together. Probably. Um, so. I think that's a good one. That's think that's a good matchup. An mm-hmm. offensive defenseman versus with Dylan, who's going to be more stay at home. Yeah. Uh, so a puck mover versus kind of like a big physical presence and a stay at home guy. That's a top four guy. So we're thinking Justin Schultz is a top four guy. So it looks like. I'm thinking Justin Schultz scores 60 points this next season. All right. Book it. All right. Book it. Number two on the power play, second pairing guy, puck mover. He's got something to prove. You know, let's hope he's healthy now, right? Um, and and that's really all we can we can bank on him being healthy, and I think sixty points is is something that he can do. He reached the mid fifties with the Penguins uh, earlier in his career, probably three, four years ago, probably during their first cup run. Um, I think that that's fully within his wheelhouse. Yeah. And so I'm going to be positive. 60 points from Justin Schultz next season. Book it now. Book the book the bet now and thank me later. $100,000 on it. Do it. Jesus. Sell your house. <laughs> Mortgage your house and do it. Empty <laughs> your, your child's college fund. <laughs> right. Exactly. Okay. Cameron Schilling. No, I don't want to talk about Cameron Schilling. Do you want to talk about Cameron Schilling? Well, he's 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 a career AHL guy. Um, he's played a little bit for the Caps. Signed a two-way contract, 700000 with the Caps. Half of that in the AHL. He'll probably spend most of his time with the Bears, I would assume. He's 32? Yeah. Damn. That's not a bad money, though. No. That's really good money. I will probably never make that in a year. Yeah, pay me three hundred sixty-five thousand to right. play professional uh, hockey. Any yeah. of those numbers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Is he a forward? What? What? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So good for him. Career career minor leaguer. There when the club needs him. Thirty-two years old. I would still do. I would do that. I would continue. I would absolutely do that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anyways. <laughs> okay. So we just shit on the caps for Justin Schultz a little bit, which I don't think is a terrible move. I don't think it's terrible. Two years. We can get rid of that in two years. Who cares? Right. It's a two year contract. Also think about the expansion draft. Yeah. We could just be like, yeah, we'll just expose this guy. And why wouldn't they take him? Especially if he has a good year. He has right. a good year. Why wouldn't they take him for that cap hit? Right? Yeah. He absolutely. proves to be a seven million a year defenseman. He's a no brainer to leave the rest of the team alone. Right. Okay. Moving on. A defensive signing that I do like and I think that might have potential to stay as a capital for a long period of time. T V R. Trevor Rams D- Rams Trevor <laughs> Van Reemsdyke. <laughs> oh God. Uh one year, 800K. I can't believe it. This dude's making that, that little money. 29 years old. I, I thought he was younger. 
you know, not a point getter, but a big body defensive guy, right? Really good defensively, right? Yeah. Um, won it with Chicago in, in 15. Like, 800K for this dude. I think that's a steal. That's a lot of defensemen. Yeah. I I like the signing. Um, it's it's a great value. Yeah. No. One year, though. He has a good year if we want to keep him. He's going to get paid. Right. Right. Absolutely. Um, you know, and who knows what that is. But, again, we're, we're really just plugging holes in the blue line like we, we weren't we weren't comfortable with bringing anybody up so when Gudis dipped out we had to plug it with two defensemen yeah. basically because who else are we are we are we missing um because you know we've got orlov siegenthaler i mean i guess we just wanted like that seventh defenseman to have as a scratch like i'm not i'm not sure what that does because you know siegenthaler carlson orlov Dylan, those are, you know, top four-ish guys, plus Schultz and TVR. So, and Kemp, oh, Kempney, that's yeah. right, because he's on LTIR, yeah. So, effectively, we got, we traded Kempney for TVR here. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Paul Ledoux, who's this guy? You know, I don't know much about him, but... We signed him for one year, seven hundred thousand. Twenty-eight year old guy. He's an NCAA champ, North Dakota, in two thousand sixteen. He led all defensive in with at least fifteen games played last year in shot attempt percentage, shot attempt percentage in five on five, and ranked second in hits per sixty minutes of play. So big banging dude. Yeah, he puts the puck on net. He hits guys. Sounds pretty good to me. Yeah, I can't hate this kid. So let's give him a let's give him a shot, man. The big thing though that I'm seeing with all of these signings is the Caps continue to be old. Yeah, they continue to be old. Mm-hmm. No young long term prospects are currently playing for the Capitals, except for Jacob Verana and Jonas Siegenthaler. Um, we let Boyd walk. He was a little older, you know. Um, that is a, a tough proposition. I mean, the the fourth line, they're all pretty young. Tom Wilson. But, I mean, shit, dude. Even Tom Wilson's, like, getting into his late 20s. Mm-hmm. That's weird. Yeah. Very weird. And you, you look – so, yeah. So, you're looking at, like, the next five years and you're like, man – Age is going to, like, time is really just going to hit us hard. Yeah, it is. But that's in the future. Let's not fucking think about that. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just enjoy this now. Yeah. So, looking forward, uh, at what, at some point, the, I mean, this is unsustainable to continue to get the UFA, run the, run the wire and try to get the UFA guys to come in for X amount of money and try to do reclamation projects every year, which we have you know, at least one in Justin Schultz right now, if not two, including uh, Henrik Lundqvist in the goaltending position, right? Getting him back on his feet. I mean, even though he never really came off his feet, but, you know, showing that he's still viable and worth the $1.5 million, right? Yeah. So, it definitely, um, 
definitely weird, man. This is a weird time for the Caps, and, you know, gone are the days of fuck who comes into the system. Now we're going to have to start paying attention to who the Caps are drafting and, and, and who's in the pipe. Yeah. Weird. It is weird. Like a normal team. Right. <laughs> so Radko Gudis ended up going to Florida. Uh, good for him. I think that the Panthers are the new like retirement home. Yeah. So good for them. Uh, again, hope he signed with uh, Vancouver reunited, reunited with JB Gould and Nate Schmidt. Other free agents. So a free agent is, uh, as far as um, I think is Siegenthal or RFA. Yeah. Yeah. So, We've got Shane Gersich and Jonas Siegenthaler, and I think Gersich got re-signed. I want to say. Whatever. Um, UFAs, Ilya Kovalchuk, Tyler Lewington, Liam O'Brien, Colby Williams, Christophers, Bindelis, Travis Boyd, and, and Connor Hobbs. I think Boyd owes... So, we haven't offered anything to these people. Our, I'm... After bringing all these defensemen in, I do now wonder, like, is, is Siegenthaler going to fit? Are we trying to deal him a little bit more? Because free agency is technically still open, isn't it? Well, I mean, isn't free agency open till like, into the season? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So, off-season. I mean, but the depending on when the season starts, like I'm saying, like, are we going to give this these people a shot? Are they going to camp? You know, things like that. Right. Or have we moved on? So I think the really big, the last person that we have to sign is Jonas Siegenthaler, and I don't think that he's gonna get much of a raise, if any. No, I don't. I mean, there's no room for it. Right, and if we if we trade him, it's gonna be for like some shit pick, mm. right? Yeah, like a fifth round. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Well. It's been about an hour and ten. Um, I did want to say, shout out to the Oil Country podcast. They had they had Kyle on there shotgunning three beers. There we go. Yeah, that's right. Fucking make bets with me, just expect to lose. They had bet that, well, Kyle and John initially, both of the Oil Country podcast, who now has Michael Farley on, um, they've, they've added him, so it's a trio there now. But last year it was just two of them, uh, Kyle and John. They both initially bet me that the Stanley Cup was not going to be awarded. And I said, immediately, you're full of shit. In fact, I will bet you the shotgunning of beers that it does. Three beers that I will shotgun if you if the Stanley Cup does not get awarded. And they said, okay. Lo and behold, Stanley Cup got awarded, of course. Like, why wouldn't it? And I would say, as soon as I said three beers, John backed out and joined my side. <laughs> And Kyle uh, definitely went through, and and I, I listened to the epi uh, last night. It's last Monday's epi. Uh, came out and and took him like a man. They said that he had to get up and run and puke beer foam. But mm. hey, you know what? That happens. Um, <laughs> it's part of the experience, right? I'm officially calling out Richie Flores from the Sporty with Corey and Richie show. For the Arizona Coyotes, that dickbag has been dodging me on Twitter and on on Slack and everything. 
Um, he told me that it was too hard to get to the store. What? To get alcohol. Richie, get your beers. Shotgun them. Cut your hair. Cut your hair. I mean, do whatever you want with your hair. It's it's looking gnarly, a little oily, kind of gross. But I, I, enjoy, I think that's cool. So, you know, Polly's growing his out. When's the last time you had a fucking haircut, Polly? <sighs> Probably February. And it's only that long? Yeah. Your hair grows really slow. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's frustrating. That is frustrating. Wow, that is really slow. All right, well, hey. Uh, I feel like if I... February, that's what? Seven months? Yeah. Damn, dude. Yeah, I would have been... I'd have been like at least laying down on itself already. Oh, well. One day, Polly. One day. <laughs> All right, Caps fans. Well, thanks for tuning in. Um, you know, again, check out everything that we told you to check out. Radar podcast, please. Five stars only. Five stars only. And yeah, I mean, actually, that really does help when they when when you rate the podcast and share it, and you know, tell all your friends and make them listen and or like listen to it on repeat every episode like five, six, seven thousand times. That'd be great. Yeah, just play it on repeat. Every day at work. Right. 40 hours of Caps Chirp. And if you work in a, if you work in like a place where, you know, it can be broadcast to, I don't know, an entire building, just do that. And if you don't want to listen to us over and over again, just keep pressing play and then turn down the volume. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, do your part, Caps fans. Fuck. Like, we're out here giving you all this great content. I mean, you could at least help us out just a fucking little bit, okay? Like, by sharing the fucking tweets. Like, uh, pl- listening to our podcast religiously. Like, sending us five, ten thousand dollars $10,000. Forcing your family, your friends. Ten, only, what we're asking is, like, if you could force, like, 40 to three to four thousand people that you know to just fucking follow us on social media and then rate our podcast five stars only five stars only and then fucking listen to it every week I, we would just be fine i mean i would i would have zero to ask you guys but it's not that hard it really isn't it's, it's jesus not. fucking crap i mean yeah get it together yeah i mean buy our shit oh yeah yeah we have merch <laughs> Buy our shit too, all of it, everything. We got face masks. Yeah, I I alternate between my poly cupcakes and capture uh, face mask. Mask. Yeah, are they comfortable? Yeah, nice. Uh, it at first it wasn't, but after wearing it like three times, oh, it's broken in. Yeah, well, it's it just it it needed a little. Yeah, I mean, it was a little tight. Gotcha. But uh, yeah. But, <laughs> Buy our stuff. Support the podcast. Retweet us. Do all that shit. And, you know, like the Hockey Podcast Network shit, too. We're going places. We're going places. When we're famous, you know, and I'm talking like millionaire, yacht in the Mediterranean, stripper in blow parties, you will be invited. We will invite you to this this shit. And even if we don't invite you, you can say, I listened to them before they were big. Boom. You know, you can have that honor. And, and in today's world, 
Yeah, honor, right? And in today's world, that's all that counts. Fuck money. You just want clout. Yeah. <laughs> all right, that's that's a ridiculous rant. We're sorry that we did that to you. Caps fans, until next week, it is Hockey Troll and Polly Cupcakes signing off. Hey, Caps fans. Thanks for tuning in to the official Caps Chirp podcast, repping the greatest team in the NHL. Follow me, the Hockey Troll, at Hockey Trollin on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And follow me, Polly Cupcakes, on Twitter at Cupcake Polly. And follow the show's handle at Caps Chirp on Twitter and Instagram. Special thanks to the Hockey Podcast Network at HockeyPodNet on Twitter and TheHockeyPodcastNetwork.com. The Hockey Podcast Network. Every team, everywhere. Check them out, or we're not friends anymore.